Taylor Hall scored the winner for the second game in a row, and the 5-1-0 Boston Bruins are getting contributions up and down the lineup, including from the oft-maligned Nick Foligno, who's off to a great start this season. We're going to talk about the win over the Minnesota Wild and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I am your host, Ian McLaren. And this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. Every single day. Podcast is free and available wherever you get podcasts, including on YouTube. So please do open up your podcast app, go to YouTube, search up Locked On Bruins, and smash that subscribe button if you haven't already. Every episode automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. I am a lifelong Bruins fan. Been covering this team and the NHL for various outlets for several years now. And just love talking about the Boston Bruins, especially when they are winning as they are to begin this season. And, you know, the story is, so far, without Charlie McAvoy, without Brad Marchand in the lineup, the Boston Bruins are 5-1-0. and Just a fantastic start to the season for the black and gold. David Pasternak, said he believes the Bruins are on the right track. There's small details that they have to work on. Overall, though, the first six games, they've earned 5 of 12 possible points. A lot of positives to be looking at. Everybody pretty happy, and he thinks they just need to keep doing the same thing. There are some things the Bruins can indeed work on. Uh, the power play, they allowed a shorthanded goal. They took a bunch of penalties late in the second and through the third period. But overall, head coach Jim Montgomery thought this was the Bruins' best game of the year, this win over the Minnesota Wild. It's how they want to play, with and without the puck. Things don't always go your way. The Bruins were up 3-1. They allowed the... Wild to tie things up uh, in the third period, push things to overtime. Again, those penalties did not help at all. The Bruins were on their heels. They were down a man, down two men at one point. Um, But obviously the Wild, in their own right, a very good hockey team. And they're off to a bit of a rough start. The Bruins compounded that by stealing the extra point. Maybe not stealing, but earning the extra point, and it was all thanks to an amazing play in overtime 
where the puck landed on Taylor Hall's stick. And he made good with his third goal of the young season to go along with two assists on the day. If you recall, he scored the lone goal and the shootout winner in Thursday's win over the Anaheim Ducks. This one in overtime, he gave all the credit to Pasta, who made an amazing play. He had the whole rink on the other side. Hall had the whole net, and Pasternak was able to get the puck across. Hall said it was nice to contribute. Start of his season personally wasn't the way he wanted it to be. He had that injury in the preseason. Started off a bit slow. The team was rolling. Now he's able to step up and contribute. You know, there's going to be ebbs and flows through the season. Different guys need to step up on any given night. And when he was struggling a bit in the first few games, other guys stepped up. And now this line that we all pictured of Taylor Hall, David Krejci, David Pasternak, they're really starting to connect five on five. They connected in overtime on the power play. And, uh, I mean, I just look ahead to when the Bruins have Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, Jake DeBrusque, and then the second line of Hall, Krejci, and Pasta. And, you know, it's one of the better top sixes around the NHL on paper at the very least. And I am so excited to see that top six in action. And then you get Zaka bumped down to the third line. A lot of potential there for uh, some fun hockey. And that's been a big difference for the Bruins this season in my mind. It's it's a, a more fun team to watch. That was exemplified on the goal by Hampus Lindholm. Where the defense as... I don't want to say commanded by head coach Jim Montgomery, but he has directed them to get more involved in the offense. And Lindholm, uh, you know, he played a team high 25 minutes and 20 seconds, landed four shots on goal, and scored to put Boston up 3-1. Montgomery said he's a complete stud. He attempted a shot. It was blocked. He grabbed the puck. Buried it past Marc-Andre Fleury. Montgomery said he's been a stud since day one. The Bruins are lucky to have him. They're going to get another stud, obviously, with McAvoy back in about a month or so. So knock on wood, they stay healthy. And when those other two, McAvoy and Marchand, get back in the lineup, Montgomery is excited to see what they're going to be able to roll out. And so am I. I. I just can't wait to see that in action so good on taylor hall for coming up big with another uh top performance he again had the goal to go along with two assists five shots on goal team high tied with uh david posternock i'm giving the big bear though to hampus lindholm he had that goal he had Four shots, two hits, a block. He did have the late hooking penalty against Kirill Kaprizov. That 
kind of put the Bruins on their heels a little bit, but they were able able to overcome that. And um, Lindholm has been just so solid on the on the back end, and the Bruins would have been in trouble to start the season without him in the mix for sure. In net, not the strongest game for Linus Olmark, although he did come up with some big saves. 24 saves on 27 shots for an 889 save percentage. We might get uh, Swayman in the net here in the next game or two. Uh, and we'll preview what's coming up for the Bruins this week, as well as talk about an unsung hero in Nick Felino so far this season here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Simply Safe. I don't know about you, but home security is a huge priority, and the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their homes. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected, and they dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, let's talk about Nick Felino, shall we? He is a guy that often earned the ire of Bruins fans, mostly because A, he wasn't very productive last season, and B, he was given a contract that was a bit rich for his station at the moment. He's not the youngest player in the NHL. He's got a lot of miles. And the 34-year-old only managed two goals last season while making $3.8 million. Felino has already surpassed that total after scoring his third of the season, including his first power play goal as a member of the Boston Bruins. That tied things up at one on Saturday. Felino said he's excited about contributing any way that he can. He was joined during the post-game media scrum by his children. That was a big reason why he wanted to come to Boston because of the Children's Hospital and some heart issues uh, that were present there. Last year for him was obviously different. Again, it's kind of the same thing with Allmark. You're coming to a new city, new system, new team. And with Felino specifically, there was a lot of injury issues that he had to battle through. Just when he seemed to be Finding his footing, another injury would knock him out of the lineup. This year, he's trying to contribute on the score sheet, but also just assert the way that he can play, the way that 
I guess the Bruins and Don Sweeney envisioned that he could play in black and gold. Being physical, forechecking, help drive the bottom six, and make sure that they have an identity each and every night. If you look at the top six, there's leaders aplenty there. There's Bergeron, Krejci, Pasternak, Marshan when he comes back. In the bottom six, you have, you know, Charlie Coyle. But they needed kind of a bottom six captain, if you want to call it that. And Nick Foligno is being counted on by Jim Montgomery to be that guy. Um, to be the de facto leader of the bottom six. Not that there is a division between the two factions, but to set the example on and off the ice of how to bring it each and every night. The Bruins are having success as a team because they're getting contributions up and down the lineup. And that's exemplified by the three goals scored by Felino in a fourth-line role. Um, Montgomery said... Felino has impressed with his puck possession in the offensive zone. That's why he's getting some power play time. He's just playing really good hockey. Outside of the production, he's skating the puck down low. He's escaping from people. He's getting the puck in deep to the other members of his line. And you can see that his health is a lot better as well. He's skating better. And he's doing a terrific job being a leader of those bottom six forwards night in and night out. He didn't want to go as far as to say he's a different hockey player because he's always had the skill. Um, This is Taylor Hall speaking. Uh, They've noticed the impact both on and off the ice. Um, Hall said he's... Felina's always had... Great awareness out there as to what play should be made. You're seeing that he's got a little boost from scoring and get getting playing time, getting put in spots that he deserves with some power play time, etc. Hall added he's an unbelievable guy in the room, adds another element of leadership to the already really good core of guys. There's not... A guy in the room that isn't thrilled for him and the way he started this year. And he deserves it. Felino, I'm sure, has heard and seen some of the reactions from fans in the stands, online. And he added, he's motivated to prove himself. It's six games in. He's not going to get too excited about anything. Just wants to continue to do what he does. Come in. Be in the moment. Be excited and continue to contribute to what they're trying to build as a group. He loves being a Bruin. He loves playing with this group. It drives him every day to try and bring his best. You know, I'm not going to lie. There were moments last season where I scratched my head wondering why Don Sweeney Paid so much money to bring Nick Felino in. Was it really that big of a market that he had to kind of overspend? He 
was not himself when he played with the Maple Leafs a couple of years ago in the playoffs. Some clear injury issues, aging issues. But at the same time, I was always rooting for him because he seems like a great guy. He's obviously valued in the room. And it's not his fault that he was offered that deal. Blame Don Sweeney. Don't blame Nick Foligno for that contract. He's obviously going to sign it if he's offered it. I'm sure he didn't get it a better deal anywhere else around the NHL. And uh, it's great that he's contributing. And hopefully he can keep it up. Hopefully he can stay healthy because, again, if you want to win a championship, you need production from your bottom six. And the Bruins are getting that right now. Um, speaking of the bottom six, Craig Smith came back in the lineup. Montgomery liked his game, thought he was, quote, outstanding. And he was rewarded with his 400th career point. Um assisting on Lindholm's second period goal. Matt Grizzlick also picked up the assist for his 100th career point, so a couple milestones uh, there as well. We're going to finish off by talking about the tribute to Zdeno Chara and looking ahead to this week's games, but I want to thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen today. Now check out the game-to-game NHL show. It's every moment, every top performance, every result. result. Locked on game-to-game covers all the action from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can offer. Follow game-to-game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Now the Bruins honored... Zdeno Chara pregame with a ceremonial puck drop to recognize his recent retirement. He brought two pucks out for his sons, Ben and Zach, who dropped the pucks to Patrice Bergeron and Jared Spurgeon. Such a great tribute by the Bruins. Uh, A great video beforehand. Great ovation, and it won't be the last time that he's honored, as there certainly will be a jersey retirement at some point in the future. Even from afar, players recognize what Zdeno Chara meant to the Bruins, both on and off the ice. Felino said he came here and completely changed the culture. The way he played, the way he dominated it, the way he worked at his craft, and the way that he impacted the locker room as well as the on-ice product is just unmatched. Um, What he meant for the organization, 14 years as captain, it still trickles on now. It's still felt. You see how Patrice Bergeron leads, how he carries on Chara's legacy of trying to get everybody to feel included, um, how they treat young players in the locker room. He's going to get so much more recognition with a jersey retirement. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and ideally he'll be 
back with the Bruins in some capacity in the future as well. Um, that would be unreal if he, you know, player development, coaching, what have you. Uh, it would just be great for the team and the city to have Zdeno Chara stick with the Bruins long term. Obviously, how his playing time ended with the Bruins was a bit unceremonious, but um, it's nice to see him getting that continued recognition, and again, all the best to Zdeno Chara in retirement. Hope he enjoys some time with his family, and then maybe down the road gets back into the game in some capacity, ideally with the Bruins. It's a three-game week on tap for the Boston Bruins. They're off today, but they'll be back in action tomorrow as they take on the Dallas Stars. Later on this week, they have a back-to-back set of games on Thursday and Friday at home against the Detroit Red Wings on Thursday. Then they travel to Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets on Friday night, and then they'll have a rare weekend off with no games on Saturday, Sunday, or Halloween Monday. So on tomorrow's podcast, we will, of course, preview the game against the Dallas Stars. We will update the Atlantic Division Power Rankings and bring you everything you need to know about the Boston Bruins. I hope you all had a great weekend. It was beautiful weather up here. We had a turkey dinner yesterday. We had uh, went out for a walk, walked around downtown, enjoyed the House of the Dragon finale. And uh, what else did we do? Basketball on Saturday for one of the boys. Uh, it was just a, a nice little weekend. And I'm excited about another week of Boston Bruins action and to bring you what you need to know here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Again, I, I can't thank you enough for all the listens, the downloads, and the support on social media. It really does mean a lot. And, uh, yeah, 5-1-0 Bruins. Just an unbelievable start. And uh, looking forward to seeing what this season brings for us as Bruins fans. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope your week gets off to a great start. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow here on the Locked On Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.